Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About, the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Blenger and Lindy and thank you for joining our conversation. Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> um, so what are we talking about today? All right, so we're continuing our catch up mm-hmm. with the books that we're reading on energy yeah uh, and self-management yeah yeah that's what we're doing all right um so yeah do you want to take it away with you know what you've we always do like three questions for any of those that are just joining us um so we do what we're learning what we've currently just learned this week this past week and then we talk about how that's changed our perspective and then at the end we just give like a, a practical like exercise or something that anyone anyone can take on I guess that we've learned yeah so yeah do you want to start yeah so this is uh, just again this is our is this the sixth week we're doing it or this is the end of us I think this is the last week that we're going to give feedback where we're just talking about what we've learned and then mm-hmm. um we've decided to do four weeks of actual practical application because there's lots of meditations and like actual practical exercises let's say yeah in the books that we're reading so we figured that maybe it would be good if we did you know a few weeks where we're just we're like being accountable for having actually put things into practice yeah so this is our last week on feedback but yes i will feedback today so the first thing uh to feedback on is what have i learned this week so i was just telling you before that i feel like i just like read like i kind of crammed a lot um Mm -hmm like in once in one in a couple of sittings so it felt a bit hard to condense what I've learned so I had to kind of go back but then I was thinking I want to talk about um what I was learning about um sound actually which mm-hmm. I think you talked about yes last week yeah so I'm reading um Inner Alchemy um by what's her name <laughs> <laughs> see this one the title that got me this time Zilma Rayo <laughs> You know what? I think that's just how it's going to be. Just have to accept it. Just accept it. Anyway, so by Zulma Rayo and um, reading a book called Inner Alchemy, The Path to Self Mastery. It's about managing your energies. Um, really, it's a book on on energy work for yourself in a way to improve yourself, manage yourself, so that you can actually be of service to the planet, to others. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the middle of the book, she talks about the aspects of creation which are um, three aspects, which are feeling, like emotions, um, thoughts, and voice. So in the in the, the part that I want to concentrate on, what I actually learned, uh, what, what I want to focus on, on what I've read the past week, is when she talks about uh, sound. And an aspect of sound um, is kind of like, there's the non-verb, there's the non, like, the, the non-verbal, I'd say, oh, that sounds weird to say non-verbal. What I mean is without <laughs> words. <laughs> non-verbal sound, yeah. So it's like, she talks about the sound without words. So she introduced, she talks about the power of just sound um, as part of, you know, creating something. Mm-hmm. And um, people talk, you know, people probably know affirmations and prayer. Mm-hmm. But before she talks about the word, the power of words she actually just talks about sound so like you know um like keys and notes 
And so there's something that she talks about. Um, she talks about um, these, this exercise. Yeah. Well, there's several exercises to do with sound. And there's one called um, toning. Or it's called toning. Like you can tone yourself. It sounds weird. Or you can help. You can tone someone else. Like a, maybe a, two people can tone someone else. It's like basically um, it's using tone to mm-hmm. redistribute energy around the body so it flows easier easily or easy it flows better than it was before yeah it's kind of it's it seems to be using resonance Mm. um, as a way to kind of it's that what we know really you know like when something's humming like it moves through you it's like that basically so you're using that that energy to kind of clear away and change the energy of someone so it's she talks about an exercise where you where it can be two people and they may they might they might tone someone so help you know help someone's energy uh, move better and so what could happen is say the person's lying down and then two people um, are near the person you have to be near the person and then you can tone them so she talks about you don't really you don't really like she talks about you know parts of the body mm-hmm. um, being tone parts of the, of, of the person's body that you're working with she says not to really tone the person's head because apparently you can the person can tone their own head better because i guess when you're humming mm. you do you know what i mean like yeah it's better that you hum you're going to feel the resonance of your own humming your own your head stronger than if someone else was going to hum outside of you yeah, so yeah. right but it's more basically focused on like the shoulders down to the head and you know the people who are doing that exercise they can just focus on um yeah different parts of the body and they're supposed to do it like in a really loving way and you're not supposed and it's supposed to be a thing where the person doesn't feel uncomfortable it's mm. all supposed to be done with like ease and love and things like that um i'm just trying to go back and and basically focus on the part that i i want to talk about so um let me just see but I just found it interesting because I say I like music and I like singing. Hmm. Um, singing being a thing um, that I've done and I and I would like to do. Um, it's just that you don't think of it as... I just never really thought of it as actually, you know, like a tool to use. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in manage your body. Like, I didn't think of it as like a something that you could just reach for and um that could just help you so maybe i should just do it from memory instead of trying to find where i've actually put this in the book yeah but it's Um, interesting you say that because it's like what i was talking about last week when i was talking about like each person having their their own core note yeah i didn't really think it was that i don't know you just don't i just didn't think it was that deep you know (laughs) but yeah there's a yeah there's that aspect but she talks about um you know obviously that's like a toning exercise that i talked about mm. but then she, i'm just saying this from memory now um then she took there's another exercise there's different exercises a lot of it again it's like your book where it's like there's many different sounds you know in the world mm. kind of it sounds a bit but it's like explore and play with what res- what is resonating. Yeah. What resonates with you. So she she gives one exercise which I which I did. I was reading this at work, but I was like in an empty classroom, so I could do that. But it's um, <laughs> it she 
she does this she talks about this exercise where you are she talks about the vowels and how the vowels are like they create a, a resonance so okay. they are like um <laughs> like i was about to say what the vowels are and i'm like what should i if i remember so <laughs> so i a e o and u right mm-hmm. um i a e o u and then she talks about in this exercise she says I mean, you can experiment with the different vowels because they all have different um, effects on you. So, like, I, like E, when you say E, it's like, um, it has a different effect on your body in terms of vibrations. And if you say R, like, R is kind of, like, open and expansive. Oh, um, okay. So it's like E, E, R, O. So she kind of, like, so it's a thing where you say it slowly, like, each sound, and you note the effects. So it's like, mm. oh, like, you say, oh. And you let that drag, like, oh, like, well, you know, I can feel it in my toes right now when I'm, I'm sitting down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like in normal life, you just do things, these actions, but you don't really, um, you don't really, you you don't really sink into like what it's doing. Like mm. what's, what's the power of what's that happening? one letter, one vowel, one sound. So it's like all these different vowels, um, E, A, O, U, um, they all have different kind of effects. And then she talks about, um this one exercise where you basically say all the vowels but in one breath so it comes out as e if i can remember e it's like e what is it what is it all blending together it's like e i'm gonna sound like i'm chanting e i think it's like e it's like e like imagine that that it's something like that okay so i was in an empty classroom doing this <laughs> what was that how was it is that all the vowels E-R-O-U-A. it's because you started off with i i'm used to hearing it a a e o i yeah i think in this exercise it starts with i okay. because it goes it starts with i if i'm not mistaken because she says it's a, I mean, it's, not that it really matters. A, I'm just used to, I think, how we learn it. It's like A is first, then E, then I, then O, then U. But, I mean, does it matter even the order? No. Well, here, it says here, I found it in the book. And it's I-A-O-U-U-A-E. So, E-A-O-E, E-A-O-E, E-A-O-E. Say the order again. I? Say the order. I-A-O-U-E. How would that sound? O-U-E. Yeah, it's weird. I've not. I just. I'm not used to the vowels being in that order because obviously alphabetically it's A E I O U. But I don't think it. I wonder if that even matters. To be fair, well, it, it's relevant here in that she says that you will find that they sound like the sacred Hebrew name for God Yahweh. Ah. There's a Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. Oh, okay. This is my natural. I just went into that. I just started. This was like, I mean, I read this first. So when I read this the first time, I didn't know how it was practically. And then when I just came to it a second time mm-hmm. and I just spontaneously hit this pitch, this note, which was like, mm. so I don't even know. So that's what is mine. So I don't know if someone else was to do it. It would sound completely different. Maybe. Um, maybe that is like my resonant, you know, who knows? But, um, resonant no like you said but yeah it does it, it, i found it to be quite like it was doing something like it's just a v- vibration inside your body yeah um so i found that to be really cool 
Um, yeah, and I felt like just doing it over and over. I was like, I could just sit here going, yeah. So I get why people chant now. I was like, yeah, it's so like mesmerizing to yourself. <laughs> it's meditative, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really, really is. Because sometimes, like meditate, yeah, meditation. You're just like, oh gosh, that's ages. But say you're just sitting there chanting, um, and yeah, so it it really just um, it affects your physical, mental, and emotional bodies. That's the that's the whole purpose of these exercises, mm. um, these sound ones. Um, so yeah, that's one. And then obviously she talks also about, you know, words that she talks about mantras. So now we move on from the sounds to mantra. So if you add words onto those notes, um, so it says words have an even stronger effect than sound, she says. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, these could be words that you, you know, you, you pick up, there's, there's words that there's, there's traditional mantras, she says, that contain centuries of momentum or qualification, which is something I've actually um, heard before, like we we're talking about, about how words can, there's some certain words that I've had, they've got this accumulative power that's been gathered over yeah. centuries. So they actually, the word itself has power. I mean, you're coming to, to use it in power but already there's i think different words have power based on you know how long they've been used so yeah um the word like om like om like Mm. that chant is just i mean you could just be like um but like that thing has been that sound has got so much like i don't know if it's like karmic energy whether i mean i'm just making that up (laughs) so much energy from like all these years and different people that have used it and what it means that it's almost like you're evoking certain energy when you're just using it just by doing it um which it shows again why you know it is it's it's useful to be careful about what you what you speak or sound um but it says here explore sounds and sensations um and basically it's kind of play around with with the effect of the effect that it has on mm-hmm. you um so that's really something that I was um learning was about about sound the power of sound the power of words as well because she talks about um you know using like you it's it's kind of like you use affirmations but also you the you know you connect with those affirmations and it and it she talks about it being important how you say affirmations it's not so much I think this is even maybe she she does quote from the bible where it says you know it's not it's not like it's not what you're asking that's the problem is what she says but it's kind Mm -hmm. of it's how you're asking it so in here in the book she talks about saying affirmations when you've done the master practice master practice Mm -hmm. which is at the foundation of this school of of alchemy which is basically aligning yourself with the with the um with with the spirit and with with the earth it's like you it's like you you're elevated but you're grounded at the same time Mm -hmm. So there's that sense of aligning yourself and then also using those three, you know, sound as is only is one part of the creative, um, like triad, if you want to call it. Yeah. So like I said, feeling, she talks about feeling and thought and sound. So those three things are like the, the ingredients um, of creation. So if you have a... a, a a, ma- a mantra or an affirmation mm-hmm. do you know what I mean those are the words but to make it come alive you have it's suggested that you should be aligned and then you also partner that um word with feeling and thought okay 
Yeah. So um, she does say it really, she puts it really well in the sense that when you've got the, it's like matter itself. It, there's something she says about the word actually. And um, if I can find it, it's really good. It talks about, let me see, let me see, let me see. If I can find it, hopefully. If not, we'll just carry on. But it's quite powerful because sometimes, you know, when someone just puts something in a way. Yeah. Um, so it says, she says about the word, she says, all substance, whether of light or matter, so light is of the, the higher frequencies, or matter, which is of denser frequencies. It says, all, she says, all substance follows the command of the word. Hmm. Um, so you're basically, you're already telling you that words are powerful, right? Yeah. And then she just says that what happens when you speak um, these words is that she says here that if you're combining with thoughts and feelings, she says thought forms, so your thoughts act like a magnetic drawing force. So let's like say your visualizations, or it doesn't have to be a visualization, whatever your thoughts, right? Yeah. They're, they're like a magnet. And so when you speak something with conviction like an affirmation with enough feeling mm-hmm. and with the with the image right um it just says how that kind that image kind of it kind of forms in your aura if that makes sense it's almost like you, you're so you it forms in your aura that picture right mm-hmm. and then it says that you basically created a pattern that matter will begin to create do you understand it's like you've kind of like molded something and then matter will kind of go stick to it it's like you've given mm, shape you're giving, you're it, giving shape. it shape yeah. yeah so it was really good for me i know this isn't for everyone like probably someone could be listening or re- listening and be thinking ah oh, that's too much too much jargon too much whatever too word <laughs> but in my mind it just helps me think of these things as things like words are not just words like thoughts are not just thoughts like feelings are not just feelings it's like your thoughts are actually like they draw things to you it's like you're you know you're drawing things to to it so combining thought um feeling and this word you are literally you're creating do you know what i mean it's like you've created in the realm that is not seen yeah and it's yeah. only a matter of time before those denser things that you know it's harder to to get to it's only a matter of time before they obey um, yeah, like goes through the level, the layers, it, basically, isn't it? Yes. So mm. it was really powerful. It was just like wow, like that, you know, really makes you think about the power of the word again, you know, and makes yeah. you realize that you are powerful. So that, I think going on to question two, because I always do ramble on. Um, my perspective <laughs> shift. I've kind of answered it. Perspective shift has shifted in the sense that, especially to do with thoughts. When she talks about thought forms, I I never I've never it was the first time I I thought I I heard thoughts being described as thought forms, mm-hmm. um, but literally that they are actually actually things and they form in your you know in your like in your surroundings you know what I mean like your auras and stuff that like you carry your thoughts with you. Um, Don't like the thought so of that. Yeah, literally, it's like <laughs> you carry your thoughts with you. They're there in your in the cloud of your in your atmosphere. In you your know, being, your in your aura. Oh my god! That you carry them with you. That they're there. They're just they're there. So got to check my um, thoughts then, isn't it? <laughs> so it makes me think of when she says, though, like you know, all substance follows the command of the word. It just says to me how powerful I am. Like we are mm. actually powerful. Mm. New age says no excuse. So this is bordering. This is sounding quite harsh to my own ears, but 
there's no excuse for the life that you lead or what you're in you know like you're an agency with power no matter what your um no matter what physical state you find yourself in mentally if you're an agent of power yes there's I mean, when she talks about thought forms, she says how other beings have thought forms themselves, which influence us. So, you know, things that we can't oh. see. So it could be like angelic. She is said in the oh, book before, oh, I, I see what you mean. Hmm. Yeah, so the other thing things have uh, thought forms that influence us. So not only, I mean, because they influence the things that we say influence us. So we say, oh, yeah, the media is influencing us. But there's thought forms that might be, you know, thought forms that are coming from different yeah. areas that are influencing that, which influence us. So that's what she talks about it being very very important in life to a daily practice of aligning yourself mm. and protecting yourself grounding yourself putting um you know doing these visual visualizations that protect yourself because otherwise yeah there's a lot of influences it's not like dark and scary or anything like that but it's like <laughs> in order to become more conscious and more, you know what i mean because you say oh i'm making my own decisions i'm choosing i have autonomy even me saying you have agency yes you do have agency to the, to the capacity for to which you are free do you know what i mean it's like how free are you from these do you know what i mean it's yeah. like we say we're free but there's things that work as well which we can we might need to free ourselves from these things but that's going on um so that's my perspective shift the idea of thoughts is things that we carry the power of the word mm-hmm. the power that we have again literally um and then what what would i say to someone else like an exercise that they can yeah do? something practical um practical is it's, it's got to be some of the humming thing you know that i was talking about so oh, yeah. you know um i would say <laughs> make that literally you could play with the vowel so we've got i we've got a a e o u i feel like you can just oh you can practice the one that i just said e which starts with i so E I E I O I can't even say it. <laughs> e I O so it's I A O U. No, I thought I haven't seen that properly. I A E O U. Yes. So practice the that combination of I A E O U. Um, I think, and just say in one breath, like just sit there somewhere, you know, either alone or not alone. Preferably alone. Try it. Yeah, preferably <laughs> alone. <laughs> <laughs> I've never charted before, like, it sounds weird. I always associated it with, like, just weirdos, you know, like, I know, like, I'm I listen to chanting, but I don't chant myself. I know. Certainly chanters out there, like, I do. I, I, I believe it, it works, but it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, gosh, now you've crossed the mark, like, you've crossed that line. Um, <laughs> I'm wanting to li- live this lifestyle anyway, so, like, you know. Um, now you're gonna as be that weird chanter, yeah. We're gonna hear you in the next room chanting. I mean, that, if that's what it is, if this is what it is to walk go on I'm the path kidding. of self mastery, then then yes, you will be oh hearing gosh. me chanting. But um, yes, I would say practice that. Um, practice saying the vowels in one breath and say it. Maybe repeat repeat it for repeat it for a while until you start to notice the effects like what effects is it having on your on your on your on your whole body on your mind um you know and just on your feelings as well your emotions like just sit down for i would say if you want to and i always give like loose time times but say about two minutes at least but five minutes try five minutes and then just see the effect of sound on the body or, or, or on the bodies um yeah so that's what i've that's my um giveaway okay this week 
Yeah, I don't know if that was helpful for you. <laughs> no, it was, of course. Like, it was in line with what I talked about last week in the cool note kind of thing and like I think whenever you do do it or in general when I don't know when you allow yourself to make sounds and those vibrations that you feel it does feel nice if you've ever ever let yourself hum or whatever it does feel nice you can feel it in your body if you're that present with yourself but Mm -hmm. yes so let me go on to what so you're it's your turn so you are doing yeah so I'm reading what is your the language your body speaks by Ellen Meredith and what I've learnt this past week, or let me not lie, I do my readings literally just before the recording. But yeah, <laughs> I carried on with the chapter I was reading last week because it was a big one, so I kind of split in two. So, yeah, so I remember I, I was I kind of finished off talking about movement and how movement is important for like energy, the subtle energies, and how um, energy is constantly moving and it always needs space to move. And how obviously, even if we sat still, there's still movement going on in our body, isn't it? Our breathing up and down, our blood being, our blood being pumped around our body, the our brain um, firing synapses and things like that. So all of this, like it doesn't happen consciously, but it helps some certain, what do I want to say? Certain things in our body need movement. Like, for example, I think she gave an example of is the lymph nodes so like the lymph node is the system that doesn't have it really it helps remove like um carry toxins out the body but it's like the only system that doesn't have a pump per se meaning that like you know blood is pumped by the heart oxygen is has the lungs food waste has the stuff in the intestines whereas the lymph system needs you to actually move for it to work which is why movement Mm. is very important obviously Mm. we want to get all those toxins out you know etc um so I know obviously just from personal experience like I found doing yoga when I first discovered it like a couple years ago that was really helpful um I think just general movement it doesn't have to be doing an actual an actual exercise but just stretching you know not especially like with the 95 jobs where you're in the office and you just sit in one place it's good sometimes to just during your lunch break just get up and go and Mm -hmm. I think that's a good practice as well to make sure that you're always constantly moving because I feel like for some people you like you drive to work you you go you, you're always in a sitting position so yeah. I think it's good to have other positions which is why I like yoga because you sometimes you're doing weird positions but there's a reason for it it's behind it not yeah. that I looked into it but <laughs> yeah um so yeah um for the movement section she talks about is it one two there's like five different types of movement that happen in the body so the first one is an, the in and out um, movement, which is basically um, the, an example is like your lungs and your heart. So with your lungs, you breathe in and then you breathe out. Same with your heart is an in and out motion. The blood goes in and out. Right. And obviously the purpose of that is that to kind of like assimilate nutrients out in, sorry, and then to distribute the nutrients out and release waste, etc. Um. So, as usual, whenever she's talking about something, she's like, you know, tune into this and just feel like what it feels like, even just breathing in and out, which one feels more, what do I want to use, more smooth, which one's not as smooth, is it the in inhaling, is it the exhaling, 
what does that tell you so you're, you're learning about your body whenever you're doing these kind of things you're learning about these things yeah. it's like to experiment to see like okay which one feels smoother which one's is a bit of a struggle what does that tell me and then obviously you can use all the like past exercises that we've learned about to kind of try and I don't know tap a sa- tap a rhythm make a sound etc to see if that helps but obviously movement because this is what we're talking about movement so that would help if you try to do some kind of she just says freestyle and see what happens it's very there's no like you know specific exercise with these um but yeah so the next movement is the circulating and spiraling one and so she talks about how you know the blood spins through your body in a circular pattern and so do like your your chakras you know how they're like a spinning spiral well that's how they're generally described when I've heard them described anyway so your meridian energies this is what they do they kind of spiral in like a progressive repetitive circularity circulary motion um and so again she was like explore making circulary patterns on your body in your field in your like field of um your electromagnetic field and like does that make you feel better you know what happens when this when this happens um and then another one is I think it's what's it called do I remember what this is called um another thing she says is try pulling the energies of the earth up from the ground over your head and circulating them down your back to return to the earth so that's the circular motion I think that happens in your electromagnetic field I'm not really sure because I remember this is like from another book the Joe Dispenza book I feel like I'm always referencing this book (laughs) (laughs) where where he talks he he, I think he's doing he talks about um a meditation actually I also learned this in yoga where it's like you kind of when you breathe in it's like the energy is moving up the front of your body and then when you move when you breathe out it moves down the back of your body I think I learned that more in yoga um but yeah I didn't know that yeah so it's just a nice I think it's something good because I remember you were talking about how you tried like walking outside and grinding yourself like on in the grass and I think that mm-hmm. that's a probably a good one to try as well to see what mm-hmm. that feels like but um yeah so the third one is cycles so you know how we go through cycles on a day what was the second one it was circularity circulary and spiraling movement oh, so what was the first I thought you we went from one to three no the first was in and out so like breathing in and oh, out right, right. blood going okay. in and out yeah and so number three is the s- cycling of energy so of course as you know on a daily basis we go through like patterns of sleep and waking and eating and digesting so this is cycles with our body going through certain cycles broken down of foods etc our moods go in cycles our hormones and all this and so mm. with this one she does give an exercise I'm going to mention it now even though you know the practical is the third question but um she talks about an exercise that you can try this one I <laughs> was a bit difficult for me to understand at first but it's basically so if you bring to mind a certain situation that might not feel that feels a bit off balance right and then as you think about the situation whatever it might be draw a circle like physically draw a large circle in the air in front of you and so it's supposed to represent the four phases of the moon so it's like yeah. the clock at the top you should have 12 o'clock then you it's clockwise it yeah so you go clockwise so you draw a big circle all the way around and then whatever feels kind of like like there's a resistance I suppose 
she was like I, I don't really know the relevance of the the time but anyway yeah so if, wherever you feel some sort of resistance she was like you can kind of draw draw whatever like hearts or whatever in that specific area or if you're if you're touching your body you can draw hearts in that area and then what does it feel like or you can carry on drawing the circle and see if anything has shifted does that make sense yeah yeah so I did try it and I think it did help but then at the same time I just felt really silly so (laughs) I did it I feel like yeah it's smooth the second time but what is it supposed to do like what's the heart symbolize and what's the circle symbolize it's just you putting energy to that thing I suppose but it's like I think what I find with all these exercises that like it's the fact that you're focused. It's like you're having intention, right? Whatever you're doing, you're thinking about a certain situation and you're just using your physical body to like connect. Like I said, it's like connecting the mind, the spirit to the physical. Whereas you might just sit there and be like, I didn't think about this and try and draw energy and try and be positive about it. But by you physically doing something, I think that just brings it in. It kind of manifests it into the physical. I don't know if I'm making sense, but does that make sense? <laughs> yeah yeah so I think it's like you're finding a physical expression yeah exactly exactly so obviously it doesn't have to be love hearts it could be whatever shape or whatever symbol because you know in the previous chapter where I talked about making gestures on your skin or in your, or in your um aura to make you feel to like draw energy there it could be any shape that you feel drawn to it doesn't have to be hearts that was just an example yeah. um so yeah, because she talks about how like symbolic movement can often shift energy patterns that aren't moving easily for us. So it's like the movement mm-hmm. is symbolic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that was an exercise just for like the cycling, the shifting of um of uh, moods and things like that. Um, and then the last, is it the last one or the fourth? No, the fourth movement that she talks about is the crossover patterns. So you know how when we walk, we do go left, right, left, right. Um, and how, you know, our right and left arm swing, like, I don't know how to explain this, but you get what I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> like your right arm moves forward with the left leg and so on. Like the yeah. pattern, yeah, it starts when we're small and we have the crossover pattern in our brain. I think it's the same with the eyes, isn't it? How your right eye actually sees the left side of your vision. And your mm-hmm. your left eye sees the right side of your vision. That's weird. Yeah, I remember learning that and being like, what? But yeah, that's how it somehow makes sense. Whereas logically, you'd think that your right eye sees your right side. But no, it's a crossover. Same with the brain and all that stuff. I'm not going to get into it because I'm not, not good with science. But anyway, <laughs> mm. she, was, she talks about how like in Chinese medicine, they associate the left side of the body with like the feminine energy. And then the right side with the masculine energy. So it's like, you know, that yin yang sign. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's a, it's a symbol, obviously. But she's just going over the different types of movement that happen within our body, within our subtle energies and things like that. So it's just good to be aware of how your body works, I guess. And how you can, mm-hmm. exper- like you can experiment with those different things if you're, like, you're being conscious, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is figure eights which I thought was interesting I was like oh okay but she talks about how like most people um like their energy fields are filled with figure eights and the more you have apparently the healthier your body is I mean I wish I could see this but <laughs> to be able to tell but that's what she says 
the healthier your body is. Yeah, she said the the more figure eights that are in your energy field, the healthier your body is. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, because apparently, you know, I think she's she's talking about people that can probably see people's auras and their energy fields mm. and stuff like that, and how like they they tend to say that they're filled with figure eights, um, which is basically it's the infinity sign, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, she said it's part of a larger energy system called the Celtic Weave, which I've heard of, but I, I literally don't know anything about. I should have like done more reading into it. But um, yeah, it just integrates like into various, it brings various energy flows into harmony, basically. So she talks about how you can experiment with this by tracing figure eights in your field, on your body and whatever, just to see if, I don't know, you might resonate with the shape or something. Hmm. So yeah, those were the five different movements that she talked about and how you can experiment with these different movement types with your own body and see if it shifts any energy etc um I feel like I'm running out of time but I also did learn about (laughs) I also did learn about um she talked about the breath and how the breath I want to just read out this about the breath so much yeah it's really it comes up quite a lot and she does say that that the reason it is at a root of many um, energy medicine and spiritual practices because the breath represents the basic motive force in the universe, like the the in and out and the yin and yang of our energetic being. And she, then she talks about how, like, you know, the word inspire, is it inspire? Means both to inhale and to have your spirit activated, while the word expire means to exhale, die, or to give up the ghost. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and I was like okay so she's saying that like what does inspire mean again it means to inhale and to get, have your spirit activated mm. um so she's saying that breathing I guess I, it's un, like the sorry the definitions of the word is basically represents a, a deep transaction of life and death which yeah I guess you could say mm-hmm. it does from a spiritual point of view right I think that's why it's in a lot of things. Like I know from yoga, that's the main thing. You're constantly breathing in and out, like throughout the whole thing, um, which does it does make a difference. And I think if you're anyone who's ever done any breath work or stuff like that, it does. Like you do see a difference for sure in energy and mm. stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's interesting though to me because it's like obviously it's just an idea, but it's like is it when the baby gets takes his first breath mm. that the spirit is activated is how it is maybe Without the first breath, their spirit is not activated oh gosh i don't, I don't know about that <laughs> then it's not a real human being until it's possible uh, but yeah um i like the bit where she talks about just playing with your breath um and just seeing like which part is feeling not as smooth or just to give you an insight of how you're how you tra- are transacting with energies like across your body i guess to see if anything's out of place and just to see if it makes a difference which I I think for most people they can attest that doing some breath work does make a difference when you're conscious about it and intentional etc but she even says like try um putting some energetic medicine into the breath which means just to like fill it with love or forgiveness compassion um or she was like even even an energetic painkiller whatever you want to but I guess it's yeah the whole point I feel with energetic medicine is that you're you're using your energy and your intention to create isn't it that shift or whatever um but I like what she says she says all medicine is a form of messaging and I think we could say the same of actual 
like conventional medicine it's basically sends messages to your different parts of your body to do things in it okay and so for us ask you to say it again oh all medicine is a form of messaging Mm. and so yeah i was saying that if you think about convention conventional medicine that's what it does it tells your brain to do this to do that but i feel that with energetic medicine it's you being the messenger and telling your energy to go here or to do this by doing these different things like moving making sounds etc yeah to the outside world it might seem a bit weird but I suppose it's better (laughs) at least it's more holistic than just you know but yeah yeah I definitely believe in it I think um like even that video that you sent me yesterday Mm. Talking about how we're electromagnetic fields and yeah. we connect to the sun. The sun is the ele- is electric and the mm. earth is the magnet, and we're the conduit. And then disease and this ease comes from like us being, you know, do you know what I mean not being a conduit because yeah. then we're disconnected. When we're disconnect, we're disconnected from spirit, like above from we're the divine, from the earth, which is nature. Yeah, that's so true. I just feel like. I just feel like, yeah, it's, and then that's when you've got these things, like you've got the men, because it affects our our three body, our three parts of us, like mm, our, mm. our spirit, spiritual life, and then our mental life, we have. Yeah, it filters through, yeah. isn't it? Because I suppose also that's, it's your whole being, so yeah. Yeah, your whole being. I kind of think of them as beings now, it's like you build these aspects of you. Yeah, that's so true, actually, now that I, but, yeah. Yeah, but that, I've really thought of that, like even... Yeah, I've just been more aware of I mean, I've been aware of myself as being a kind of a conduit, basically. Mm. Like, we are conduits. That's what we're supposed to be, I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like energy work just helps you be a, like, clears up any blockages in your, in that stops you from being a conduit. Mm. That's what you're supposed to be. And then that's when you start, you know, being, being whatever you're supposed to be. Like a, a you know, a, a, what's it called again? I want to put another word for conduit, <laughs> but basically a conduit for for God. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, I think that's when you can begin to actually like reflect. Do you know what I mean? Do what God wants you to do, like fulfill the will of of. Um, I think just be in life. Just be, yeah. What did you say? Just be, just being. Yeah, being, but being like truly, yeah, truly being, yeah. I mean, being alive, I guess, that must, that must be why, with... you know, we're called human beings. I mean, why are we called that? Yeah. But anyways. Why do we call ourselves this? <laughs> <laughs> Let but, me just finish off, because I've got one more section. Yeah. Um, she, talk, she was talking about shapes um, and came across an interesting term. It was kind of like the core note, but there's a core shape, apparently. I saw this and I was like, oh, really? Okay. But anyway, she talks about how like our subtle energies need um, anchors to root in. So obviously in our shared reality and and containers to give them shape and form. And she talks about how subtle energies are organized in a sense, both anchored and contained by shapes and how geometric shapes help subtle energies to maintain their integrity and flow. And so she talks about how we each have our own unique um, core shape and the exercise she gives on how to find your core shape it's kind of like the core note it's just you trying trying out different things um and the reason why the core shape is good is because it brings you back into alignment just like your core note with your own physical being it helps your body's energies to communicate better and to um like calm your immune system 
And so um, she just talks about how like you could try one exercise she says is like, just try doodling. Like try not to guide it with your brain, try not to like influence it. And just like, you know how you like you'll doodle in a meeting or something like that. Just mm-hmm. doodle and just see what shape tends to like be reoccurring. And she said, core shapes, they're not like anything. It, well, she says they usually are basic, like a circle, a rectangle, square, whatever, a pyramid or even um, like a hexagon, hexagram. But she's like, they can be a bit more difficult, like three circles together, a spiral, whatever. And so it's like you want to get guidance from your wiser self, which is more of like your spiritual being um, to recognize what is your core shape. And you can also use the pendulum test, self-test, which I talked about last um, episode, which is when you basically, you stand with your, you, with your two feet apart and you you put your hand on your, like, what, your solar plexus, which is just where your belly button is. And you can trace a shape, if you're trying out any shape, you, shape, you can trace it where your solar plexus is and then just kind of um, swing back and forth and see which way you go. But with this she said also with this core note and the core shape what will generally happen is that you will tend to fall away from your core shape so instead of going towards yes which is forward you're going to go back whereas you would go forward for all the other shapes it's like an opposite it's like a reverse why would that happen she didn't say why but she just said that's what generally tends to happen Mm. so i was like okay i guess i don't know i don't know what that means how do you find your cool shape if there's so many shapes that they can be really i mean just try maybe just try the basics you know like the circle the rectangle or try doodling i think i'm gonna try the doodling one i'm trying to think like when i used to doodle i don't really doodle nowadays like i think when i was younger i'm trying to think like was there anything that you know i don't know (laughs) i can remember that flowers Oh, did you? Maybe that. Maybe that's what it is. Like I do. I still doodle flowers. Like that's what I doodle. Like I still doodle. <laughs> <laughs> I think because you actually write. Like I don't. I'm yeah, a, probably, yeah. yeah, I had an office job, so computers, and it hardly spent time writing and things. But um, that could be your core shape. Like you know, don't dismiss it. So yeah, I kind of talked about what I learned and what practical things to give away. But I guess how my perspective has changed again I say this every episode I feel it's not a cop-out answer but like my perspective is always changing um but I feel like I'm more aware of myself so even when it comes to the movement like I've been hearing I've been listening to more to my earth elemental self which is your physical being as she calls it in the book earth elemental self and like when it says stuff like okay you sleep more even if like I feel like oh people are gonna think I'm being lazy or whatever I just try and go along with that as a guidance like it's kind of like my what do I want to say my navigation my compass whatever um so whenever it says to do something I'm trying to be more I guess you could say obedient or whatever <laughs> to mm. it um and not being like oh I, I don't need to do that because I've got to do this other thing um yeah even when it comes to just eating eating it could be anything like going if I want to go outside for a walk I'm trying to be more obedient to those kind of uh, messages that I'm getting from my physical body Mm. um yeah and I guess the playing like playing with things like having more of a childlike mind and playing with these things like making sounds drawing shapes you know making weird movements whatever I'm called to do you know what I mean I'm trying to be less I don't know sub like subconscious of it yeah and just kind of go with it. Allowing myself to play, basically. 
Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. But yeah. Will that be your yeah giveaway? Yeah, my giveaway was literally just like the core note exercise and um, trying the the shifting cycles one where you draw a circle in front of you and think about a situation. Yeah, those two I think were good. And just the general like breathing, trying to be aware of your breathing and things like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, have you got anything else to add? No. No. All right, well... Sorry, guys, it was a bit of a long one, but I think it was good. I think it was a good little gems in there and exercise that you can kind of take on and see, you know, how it helps you. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back next week more. I will be like giving more of, um, feedback on us actually doing the practical things and how it's gone for us. Um, so yeah, we'll see you next week.